Hey everyone, welcome to The Flip Side with your hosts Chris and Sean. We're a podcast rambling about the interesting questions in the world of movement. Alright, so going into season two, uh, which one was this called? So this is the build season, we covered it just a little bit in that last episode. Um, quick recap of the previous season for those that might not have caught the episode. Um, it's We went over the recover season, focusing on what the nutritional side is, which is focusing on food quality, lowering stress, getting the body to a really good spot, feeling 100%, focusing on mobility, rehab, recovering all your aches and pains, as well as reducing how much you're tricking to one to three sessions a week, but really just focusing on light sessions that you can do um, moves where you're sticking really easily. Um, again, low impact, but think of building your base rather than your season for those. Awesome. All right. So, yeah. Did you have more? Go right ahead if you're oh, no, ready. I was gonna say, yeah. So the build season, the goal for this is to really, like, it's, like the name says, build up the body at this point. Um, you're going to be able to build quite a lot more muscle strength having done a recovery season first. Your body should be feeling really good. You manage your stress. Your body's going to now be in a perfectly primed state to take on more stress. And we're going to be doing that in the form of putting on some muscle now in this season. So primarily this is building up our bodies, not necessarily building up our tricks, or is this the season that we are crashing and pushing limits? Yeah, so we're not quite crashing yet. So there's a graph that I'll have in my book where you can kind of see that from the recover season to the build season to the prepare season. Okay. The, inten- the intensity of working out and the intensity of tricking are both going up at the same time. Um, just working out as a whole is going to be a little bit higher now in the build season. There's going to be one point in the like prepare season. It's like in the beginning stages of the prepare season where the intensity will actually flip. So in the prepare season now, working out intensity and volume is going to be lower than how much you trick. But in the build season, it's going to be, this is going to be the season where you're doing the most working out compared to how much you're tricking. Okay. Did you have something, John? I I was going to ask, so essentially this is just the bulking season of getting ready for, like truly getting ready for that season where you're going to be throwing down and like going hard to get new skills. Yes, so this is pretty much preparing or I guess building up the body to have more strength, to to be more resilient, to have more strength, to jump higher, twist faster. Again, this is a huge thing I see. Like I did like a, a little bit of like a question answer thing on Facebook asking a lot of trickers, like what's your main issue you have right now with tricking when it comes to health? And a lot of it was saying like, uh, with how much I trick, I find it really hard to build any muscle. Um, <laughs> and again, that's gonna be because especially if you're like a young kid who's growing you're say like late teens early 20s your body's doing a whole lot of calorie expenditure to try and grow in terms of like your organs your bones all of those things you throw in doing a lot of activity um the body's not gonna have any resources left over to build muscle it's gonna be all be going towards fueling what you're actively doing day to day so i think this is a really important session just because again as triggers it's like Think of like an endurance athlete, people that run like marathons, they're not jacked by any means. They don't have a ton of muscles. They're they're usually super lean, super cut. And that's because they do that year round and they never give their body a chance. Again, they don't need it for their sport. Their body's more about like their connective tissue, their joints. Um, but I think as tricky, there is again a fine line of like needing to have enough strength to, you know, say like barbell squat, 
double your body weight, like deadlift two and a half times your body weight and like being able to bench press your body weight. I think those are really easy metrics that are body weight percentage based that are good goals to shoot for in this season. Yeah, I think that's really great. And and I think that these people that are saying that they're struggling to put on muscle mass also, I think there is a huge uh, learning curve on that side of things when people are in tricking uh, and then they go and they go, oh, I'm going to go lift. I'm going to go put on muscle. Do they know necessarily what that looks like, especially if they are, you know, younger kids, they don't probably have never even gone through this before. They have, you know, the resources. Are they really out there? They need the experience. They need someone to tell them what they're doing at least some sort of coaching we don't have that in tricking either and i think that there is a balance even in tricking where you can be tricking and like gaining muscle because i mean when you're you're doing endurance running you're gaining some muscle but only the muscle needed to do what you're doing and yeah. tricking there is like that give and take where it's like you're hurting yourself but you're gaining something you know otherwise there would be no imbalance but that's where that that um working out is super important to actually be leveling up in that sense um so what hey, you, were if you about enjoy our content and you want to show some support make sure you follow us on spotify and instagram our instagram tag is the underscore flip underscore side underscore podcast make sure to go on there just shout out like old episodes that you liked anything about the new episodes you can comment on any of them we would really appreciate it and if you do end up wanting to go a step further just become a supporter all you have to do is follow the link in the description and any of our episodes that we've published and you can also go under the about section in our spotify homepage you can do as little as 99 cents a month any amount that you guys support us is going to help us build a better podcast and help build better triggers around leveling up in that sense um so what you were talking about intensity before what does that look like so you're talking about doing the intensity working out and we're raising that up so is that cardio is that heavy weight lifting is it high reps or is it just completely dependent on the person yeah, so um, kind of started with the nutrition during this season. Um, if you listen to the recovery episode, like if you did the recovery season, and this is why I think it's important to start there where you build a base, you're eating enough food, it's good food quality. Nutrition now moving forward for the rest of the season becomes a lot easier. The food quality is already good. You're just raising your calories a little bit or you're decreasing your calories a little bit. Um, in this season, wherever you are at in the recovery season, it's really just increasing your calorie intake by three to 500 calories. It's not a whole lot. It's not like this 2000 calorie difference. You don't need a lot to build muscle. You just need to be a little bit over your baseline. So I usually recommend 300 to 500 calories and then tracking your body weight and seeing like if your body isn't gaining weight, then you go another 300 or maybe even go one or 200 at a time. And then once you see your body starting to increase its weight, even like maybe it's as small as one to two pounds a week, you know, you're at a good metric to just like stay steady with your nutrition. Um, and so the, this is, this is one to two pounds a week for what, nine weeks or so, nine to I 12 weeks. Say, I would say that's like, maybe a novice is going to be able to do that. Again, like the more advanced of a lifter you are, it's harder for your body to put on more weight. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I would say like, if you see you're gaining at least one to two pounds a week, you're probably on the amount of calories you should be on. Again, too much of a calorie bulk is gonna result in muscle and fat, which is gonna make a harder time in the next season to do a little bit of a cut if you have to. But okay. if you can not have to do a cut later down the year and you can just be right on the line of putting on a little muscle, again, like the whole turf, like this whole strategy of seasons is like a long-term approach. You know, we're not trying to get the perfect strength and muscle building in just one season. It's probably going to come from multiple years of going through this where 
I mentioned those metrics of like squatting, deadlifting, and benching. It's like if you've never done any of that before, there's no way you're gonna be able to do that in three months. But right, your body gets used to that. It remembers, yeah. Yeah. No, and I think that's I think it's it sounds like a lot. You're like one to two pounds a week, but I mean people are constantly fluctuating between ten pound intervals. I do. So it's it you know, it's not a lot. It's pretty easy to do if you just focus. Yeah, like for I really focused on and put myself through a build phase so that I could see how my body would react. Like again, I'm twenty at the time I was twenty seven, like I've been tricking for a while, I've lifted weights off and on. And I did a dedicated build season that I, that's exactly like what I'm going to talk about. And I, in three months in that like nine to 12 week period, I put on like 17, 15, 17 pounds of muscle. Wow. So, and it wasn't like, I wasn't eating absorbent amounts of things. Like I did it. I actually looked, I was heavier, but I looked leaner. So like I became, I was almost like more cut, but I had more muscle at the same time. And that's like doing it the right way. Right. No, that's great. And I mean, this is also something really cool for beginning triggers. I mean, if you're jumping into the sport, this is also the way to do it. It, it, You wouldn't want, you know, you wouldn't want to just jump in and start crashing things. You know, you're not, people jump into, I think the preparing stage immediately and they haven't done any, you know, prerequisite work for their body whatsoever. And like, that's perfect case scenario. Like if you can have done this prerequisite work, once you're at a stage in your life where you can build muscle that like, again, it's just going to protect your body more like, Anytime someone's tearing something, like looking at like an Achilles tear or an ACL tear, a lot of it has to do with like you you went into a range of motion your body wasn't used to or didn't have the strength in that range of motion. So it's like learning how to build muscle, but build very flexible, like I guess like stretchy muscle, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, It's going to be super, super important. It's going to leave you a lot less injury prone future right and this stuff is really important for that because it's such an odd type of muscle like it to be able to rebound and like that quick twitch to bounce off and come back that's exactly how i tore my abductor i just did that and i'm still recovering from it i never do cartwheels and i did the biggest cartwheel that i've ever done <laughs> and i was just tra- i was like you know what i'm gonna do some cart trips today so i just really worked on my technique and then I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. So I went from car full, I did car tub, and then I did some car trips. And I was like, okay, I just need to be longer. And I was just doing it bigger and bigger and bigger. And I was like, but I never do cartwheels. And it just, it was the loudest, like, clap noise. And I was like, shit. Oh, no. Yeah, but it, it ended up just being muscle-based, maybe, like, minor, you know, ligament. But it was, it, it said, you don't need to do anything for it. I was able to walk. And then, but I was thinking about it. I was like, why did that happen? And it's definitely because... My, I never need to snap my legs in from, you know, a full split. I don't need to pull them in the way that I do in a cartwheel or a roundup. And for me to put that much power into it for a triple full when I never do it, yeah, my body could do it. But when I was drilling it and then that one time, it's just, that's way too much. It's and way too much. And that's where like people who, there can be issues with people that focus on building too much muscle and maybe not the right way for our right. sport where that would be an instance where i could say like your body had the muscle and strength and power to put yourself into a compromising position with the amount of force you generated and then not having the proportionate muscle strength power to pull yourself back in right like you had the power to put yourself in a compromising position that you then couldn't get out of yeah without hurting yourself right and and it's it's crazy yeah like you're saying like my body was used to that amount of power but it could not pull back and it was comfortable. It felt safe. 
I was flexible. So it was like, we have no issue here. This is completely fine until it's not fine, which I think is the majority of the injury. So yeah, building muscle in the right way. So let's jump into that. What do you suggest? I mean, not just lifting weights, but some sort of, some sort of like you're maybe like hit or like, um, what am I cro like, uh, CrossFit. Is that yeah, what there you go. CrossFit or something like that or cross training in general. Yeah. So what I would recommend is actually a lot of like slow, controlled weightlifting so that's going to be more important again like the goal of the weightlifting session during this time isn't to recreate the intensity of tricking in terms of like its speed or velocity but it's really trying to like optimally train to build a muscle in a long range of motion which is going to be done very slow controlled uh like kind of like styles of lifting um, with the specifics of what that looks like during this phase, it can be flexible depending on how much time you have and how much time a person likes to be in the gym. I usually recommend three different ways you can do training at this time based on, again, those things that I said of how much you like to be in the gym, how much free time you have. But I like either three days a week, four days a week, or five days a week in the gym. And either one of those is going to be the same type of thing where you're stimulating an area of your body roughly two to three times a week. So whether that be think of your chest, your back, your legs. So three days a week would look like a three full body workout sessions a week. Four days would be like two upper body days, two lower body days. And then if you did like a five day a week, I really like that just doing two, uh, two upper body days and three lower body days uh, for like a tricker or an athlete. And that's usually what I, that's what I'm going to be recommending in the book and have different like workout templates based around those things. But it looks around like three to five workout sessions a week. And then about two to like one, one to two, maybe three tricking sessions a week. Okay. And, and at what level are we tricking at, at this point? Yeah. So if you listen to the last episode, kind of where I was saying like your level of tricks being like one to 10 in the recovery phase, we're in like one to three, we're doing like, we're practicing our setup techs, basic kicks, moves that we can stick really easily. This is like a one to five range. So we're doing a little bit more now, which maybe means a little bit longer combos, slightly more difficult tricks. Again, during this, during this time, I'm not trying to do a ton of long sessions. Uh, again, I don't want to be burning too many calories to the point where I won't be able to build muscle. So my sessions are going to be, you know, an hour, an hour or an hour less where I'm just, you know, making sure those tech based things are, are staying where they need to, like my kicking form, my setups. Again, we all have like a relatively strong setup. So maybe it's still drilling that setup, but you're not drilling triple corks out of it. Maybe you're just drilling cork variations out of it. Like that would right. be like a relative, I guess, thing. Like if you did double, triple cork, maybe you're just working your like height you can get out of single cork variations or something. Right. That's what I was going to say. Just like timers are totally still viable. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. I, would, I would still put that in stuff that you can stick pretty easily. Right. Um, yeah. Did you have something, John? Yes, I do, actually. Um, <laughs> I can see it in your so, face. I know. <laughs> uh, everything is red on my face. It's great. Um, so the way that I used to train back when I, well, that was a long time ago, back when I was still doing gymnastics, but we, I think we mixed the recovery and the build phase. Um, and the way that we trained, because it came during the summer, so we did, we trained six days. So it was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. 
um mondays so i wanted a, an opinion on like if this would be like a good idea for like a build a, a build season in a way so mondays we would do running with weights we would do short sprints so like it's not quite a 40 yard dash i would say like 40 feet to 80 or to like 80 feet or something like that i don't know how much it was but sprinting from zero with zero weights in hands to 25s in each hand and then we would do an eighth of a mile sprint to try to see how fast we could go and then we would do benching and we would do some light stretching and like some like basic work after that uh the afternoon practice that day was just basics mainly a little bit of still like touching base on like starting drill for new skills uh tuesdays were oh god what was it i believe it was chin-ups with weights trying to see how many you how far you could go so then tuesday night so the tuesday afternoon practice was still more focused heavy on drills and working on new skills wednesday was the day off for the strength practicing so it was still just a basic day though and just working on drills not really doing anything high level still just focusing on the basics thursday then we did dips with weights so a lot of upper body is what i'm kind of realizing now looking back at it but dips with weights but it was men's gymnastics though yes yeah. so i mean it is more upper body like required so i get it but and then we did more stretching basic and like usually basics on like a certain event or an event we just like don't get to very often and then that thursday night was still like more intensive like touching base on the high level skills more or less still doing the drills for the high level skill or going after it and actually trying to do it friday was another basic day but the morning practice was less strength based and then it was mobility based because we do partner stretching so we do resistance stretching for shoulders legs um all that kind of stuff and then like some general like wrist exercises with some bands and like some band work and then friday night was basics again because we do we did a lot of basics at our gym that's just the way it worked it, they're just timers basics are timers and then saturday mornings were more basics for what we were going to do for the afternoon practice and the afternoon practice was another hard practice of like going after some bigger skills and usually like kind of quote unquote more of a free type practice of like we're going to actually do the skills that you are wanting to work towards so like in a build season i know that was just a lot of explaining i guess but in a build season with mixing the like higher level like because i know you said one through five but like technically we would still like touch base on some of those skills and like what you would consider to be like that probably like eight nine or ten range of like just like throwing a couple of them like at least into a safe environment because we would just do it into a foam pit so it's you if you crash there's nothing bad that's going to happen so it wouldn't be a would it be a bad idea to really touch on that or would you still want to kind of wait until closer to the prepare or like the prep season yeah so that that schedule sounds a lot like what i would call like the prep season that i would talk about okay where there's a lot more total volume in terms of like training and and sport-based training as well okay along with the intensity demands um that sounds more in line with that and even for that like again like i guess where i would come from with my ex like my background is i i would say that's potentially too much volume um for someone like with that much stuff it's like the thing is like again like the body can get good at stuff but the body can't get good at too many things at once and i think it can result in an athlete who's just kind of good at a lot of things where okay. like you're not aggressively trying to get better at um 
how how much muscle you have or a specific skill i think there can sometimes be an overload of the amount of stuff you're trying to do at once okay okay so i did have it flipped in my head because i thought that was more of like a build season but if that is prepare season like that makes more sense yeah so like i could do like a so like what i would do for a build season is like say it's your training will do three days a week so it'd be like monday wednesday friday is weightlifting where you're doing full body sessions so you're doing upper body lower body the exercises rotate on each day to kind of hit different motions so like say like you're doing a compound exercise focus on each day where it's like monday you're doing bench press and squatting uh wednesday you're doing deadlifting and uh pull-ups and then friday maybe you're doing like lunges for increasing your lunge weight and then doing um, like a shoulder press or something like that so you're probably doing like one compound lift per upper body lower body and then some accessory work on each of the days Uh, sessions would be like an hour and a half tops okay and then my off days so tuesday thursday with those would be like my mobility and tricking days where I would do basics, I would work through stuff, and then post-tricking session, I would maybe, now since I've warmed up from training, I would do a little bit of like mobility stretching work. And then my Saturday, Sunday off days would be like active rest days, where I'm focusing on like probably doing low intensity cardio, like walking, hiking, biking. Um, Again, those could be stretching days, those could be low impact tricking days. Um, That's what I guess a whole week would look like in the build cycle. Okay. Wow, I didn't realize I did. I was telling you it's too much. When you were telling me that, I was like, that's insane that they made you do that much stuff. It's so much. Um, but touch on that cardio you just did. Um, what what level are we doing cardio at? Like, how important do you think that is? Especially because we're in the building stage. Um, or do you find that cardio is more of a recovery uh, tool? So in the build phase, I would really recommend, like, if you want to keep your aerobic endurance so like if you wanted to like make sure your capacity to like uh push hard for a really long session or do like really long-winded combos is good i would maybe cap it at one day a week Um, really okay and then the rest would be active cardio and i cardio is quote unquote it would really just be like walking um so like steps if you counted your steps because if you if you go into the realm of doing too much cardio you're gonna use some of the calories that you're putting into your body to fuel that rather than build muscle and what are what are you qualifying as cardio so walking like you said but like what when does it become too much like would like running a mile before you lifted as like a warm-up type thing is that considered cardio is that problematic? So in a build phase so a good frame of reference is like if your goal is to build muscle in inside of a workout session you'd want to do your quote-unquote cardio after lifting uh, your body's going to respond to what you do first with the most energy. So mm. I would like, if you, if you gas yourself out and maybe again, like maybe running a mile is not gassing yourself out. And like, that's a pretty easy warm up. Again, it's going to be individualized. Like how easy a mile is to someone at a slow pace or a moderate pace. Like that might be, you know, they're barely breathing hard. They barely broke a sweat. Like that would be an okay thing for someone. I would just say like a warm up in terms of cardio. I like just like, 15 minutes on a treadmill i'm just like walking on incline at like a pretty moderate pace um or doing like sled work which is a little bit more power based Uh, that's also something i would do more in like the prepare phase 
but then yeah it's just really like going for walks like you know i go for walks at night go for walks in the morning again really helps if you can around the, nutri- <laughs> the, nutri- the nutrition side of eating is if you can walk like 10 to 15 minutes after every meal it does help with the digestion process settling of nutrients building muscle that's awesome okay and um so i'm did you have anything else you wanted to add into this section um no not me personally i think that covers this one is a little bit more basic like I guess not basic. This one does have a lot more to it, but that's more like written down in terms of like programming. Yeah. And, and plus with the other one, you know, talking about the other one previously, it kind of set us up really well for this one. So yeah. So like uh, the workouts can be kind of, again, personalized to what your goal is for building muscle or where your weak areas are. But that's one thing in the book too, that I want to spend a lot of time on is like giving workouts that are I guess geared towards what I think triggers would need muscle wise. So that'll all be in there as well in terms of like the specifics. So like you could just follow it to a T if you wanted to. That is so cool. I'm really curious to hear about what it is we're going to uh, prioritize muscle wise. That's going to be, that's exciting. Um, yeah, and I just want to say before we go on to number three, it sounds like this is a lot for anyone listening, but in reality, this is, you know, three months at a time. So because of that, you're building habits. So you're not going to be worried about your food as much anymore. Like you said, it's only 300 to 500 extra calories, but it's the same food we were eating before. So it's not going to be like, you're going to be as worried about that. Um, this is going to be normal. This is going to be your normal life. You know, yeah. you're going to be adding one thing at a time. Um, so yeah, plus with this, if you are worried about eating more, you're going to be starving. <laughs> if you're yeah. doing weightlifting stuff, and it'll like, be hard maybe, not to eat. Like maybe not to like, I'll, I will say like the nutrition side for me and like why I got into this is like, I was that tricker that was like super, super skinny, like super cut, but couldn't build muscle at all. And it was because like I tricked and did too much. And it was like, if I wanted to build muscle or like fuel appropriately for how much I was doing, I would need to eat like upwards of like 4,000 plus calories in a day. And like at that point, like that actually becomes like cumbersome to like try and eat that much. So that's where it's like, you know, you can't just push yourself every day to the max because yeah. there gets to a point where it's really hard to fuel yourself for that. So yeah. <laughs> I see your eyes, Sean. <laughs> that's what I see. Okay. So I do that. And I'm pretty sure you guys know that I do that. Um, so what I'm doing now, it's just this is off topic, but I'm really curious what you have to say about it is that I'm drinking a lot more calories. Yeah. Because, because it'll, because yes, eating that much is ridiculous, especially with my stomach stuff. So I can't eat that much. Do you think that that is, that's yeah, that legit? Would be like, that would be a workaround. And I would just say like, when you have to start eating a lot, you have maybe some digestion issues. It's really like trying to space out meals as much as you can, trying to really evenly distribute food. So like some people are like, I, I can't eat food in the morning. Like, it's just like, well, you can work on that skill over time. Right. Um, but like for me, like I eat, you know, like four square meals in a day that are pretty evenly balanced between calories and protein. Um, and one of those is like a shake or a smoothie of some kind. So it's liquid, it's easy to get down. Um, it's something I can do quick too. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Do you have people that are doing this now or you've experimented through this whole process yourself? Um, I've experimented this with myself for like the last two years. Um, there are some people that I like again I have a free like Facebook tricking nutrition group where yep. people can fill out a form and I basically get them started on the recovery phase um 
and again like the like i write out a whole plan for basically the recovery and build phase for people that they can just follow if they want to try to hop in on that and just like compare it to what they're doing now um, but again that's also what the book will be for where it's a little bit more in depth that someone could follow like they just have the book and it's like they have a year-long thing to follow at this point um but yeah if anyone wants to like right now i, I do want to try and take on like like four to six people that want to just like try to run through a whole year um and i'm willing to like take on that many people as like a test i guess for the book if that makes sense yeah that'd be I'm great gonna, like, be, i'm gonna be putting out like an application in a little bit in the tricking group and posting at different places where people can like apply to that and see if they want to be one of those like four to six people and i'm going to kind of just choose it based on like you know do i feel like they'll take it seriously because it's like i don't want to put a year-long time investment into someone that's going to give up three four weeks in or three four months in um, yeah but yeah that'll be an opportunity that's that's coming out shortly awesome i've got two applicants i think would be really great for you um wow. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll send you i'll send you them uh after this um but yeah let's jump on to season season three uh we're down to 10 minutes on this so we'll just stop this one and restart yeah uh yeah I, we can if we wanted to i can probably this one is pretty quick unless we wanted to ask a lot of questions about it um but then i think if we stopped it we can maybe fit in three and four and one in one in, in terms of the next one yeah okay let's try to do that that way that way we don't have to rush or be worried about the time too cool. yeah cool don't forget to follow us on the underscore flip underscore side underscore podcast on instagram and C-H-R-I-S-P-Y underscore T-R-I-X. That's Crispy Tricks on Instagram. And I also have another YouTube channel, Tricks Fix, T-R-I-X face F-I-X for more tutorials and other things. And we'll see you guys next time.